Hi everybody, welcome back to Reasonable Nonsense Podcast, your unofficial guide to being a functional adult, brought to you by two unqualified millennials sharing nonsense with a dash of wisdom. My name is Sharon and today we're on episode number five of season one and so we'll be taking a look at some of the random nonsense that we came across online ranging from you know the Love Island uh, representation debacle as well as the Nike VP scandal and then we'll talk a little bit about love languages and how that works across generations and then we'll end it off with our reason or nonsense segment which we all love just to be clear today I've just kind of decided I want to do this podcast by myself why do I always have to share the mic so (laughs) I'm gonna be alone if you happen to hear anybody else on the podcast they are an intruder they are not wanted just setting expectations up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, wow is this is this revenge for for last week yes always <laughs> <laughs> were you were you felt left, left out yes, oh god I... <laughs> all, all right now you know what you, you got your dues so since since you were since you refused to introduce me i'll introduce myself irregardless of your of your attempts to smear my name so yes what could you introduce yourself <laughs> yes, let me do it. Hi, welcome back to another episode. My name is Mukudze, and super excited, super excited for this particular episode. Hey, we are. I was about to say we are halfway, but we're not yet there. I'm, I'm no, rushing too much. Not yet, not yet. I'm, Don't I'm jinx it. Too much. No. Oh. <laughs> what can I possibly Listen, jinx? So many things could happen. Right, like so many things could happen, and then there could just be no episode six. Like, don't, don't, don't come at us. Hey, actually, do you think you can get married? What What do you think would happen if one of us found love? Oh, like, do we think our partners would be okay with us doing the Reasonable Nonsense podcast with a partner of the opposite sex? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, they could be like, hey, I, I don't... I don't, I don't know about your little podcast. <laughs> little podcast? <Yeah. laughs> like, how many <laughs> listeners do you have? Like, Sharon's mom and who else? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, you could be dating someone older again. So they want to buy you stocks, bruh, and can't do it with the podcast. That is so, true. I don't know. I, I would have to choose. The question is, would I choose you or would I choose love? That mm. is the question. That is the I feel for question. the guy. Uh, I feel oh, for that guy. Well, that is <laughs> very presumptive of you. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, for the sake of this episode, I think we will we will go with that. We will go with that. Speaking of relationships, I, I might be I might be getting into one soon, eh? Why are you always trying to jinx things? Why do you talk about things before they happen? Were you not raised in an African home where they tell you all the time not to talk about things before they happen? Because one, there could be all sorts of witchcraft. Two, you could jinx yourself. Three, people are never excited or happy for your progress. So don't go around saying this. So why are you there acting against all prudent wisdom that has been shared with you by your no i believe i i believe the reasonable tribe is very much behind this decision so so? no 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 bad will definitely no bad will there okay so you're going to be in a relationship soon yeah um there's a girl who liked four of my pictures on instagram (laughs) 
<laughs> and so from that, you extrapolated that that means you're yeah. going to be in a relationship. I, I think I think it's a fair assessment. Like no sane human being goes to like four pictures mm. on Instagram of the same person and they follow you. Ah, man, like I think I think we should. What do you think? What what kind of suit do you think works? Do you think I should do tuxedo or like, what do you think? At this point, I think you should at least have one conversation with the individual, and then we can we can we can start. Let's start there. Let's start there. Ah, okay, okay, fine, fine. Do you know what I actually found offensive about that though? Mm-hmm. Like she liked four of my pictures, mm-hmm. but then when I followed back, she, she had a private account. Like, girl. If you can follow me, a public account, and then you like four of my pictures, but you still have the audacity to lock your profile and say, oh, I don't want people to see my profile. Like, what pride are you trying to keep here? I I don't... As an individual with a private account, I'm going to say that my version of who I show on Instagram is limited to the people i know and care about it is not something that i want to be used when any professional judgment is being made about me i don't want it to be used by creepy people who can come and like four of my pictures i just would love to have it be a private space for and be able to assess who who i let into my life you know i heard somebody say the other day that the people that she has on her instagram are the people she would be comfortable bringing into her own home. And I was like, wow. Really? Right? Talk about that's, that. That's deep. That's deep, that's right? Deep. That's how authentic she is on Instagram. And I was like, yeah. wow. Wow. Man. Wow. What is she doing? Like, she's posting live births there. What? What? Is, what? Why did you go? I don't... Like, people think... Like, I thought of what? the most intimate thing. I just thought of something intimate. That's the most intimate thing I could think of. I'm Cheers. just going to cut you there. Did you have any feedback <laughs> from our Reasonable Tribe this week? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we, yeah, we had, we had some good feedback. Uh, some people who were um, uh, hitting us up, asking how we can rate and review the podcast. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah. So we are going to put up a, a small... Small orientation on that, on how you, you know, how you guys can do that. And then. And why is it so important? Why is it so important that they rate and review us, Maku? It's important to keep the podcast alive for the fate of humanity. No. Um, So uh, if you guys rate us and you get us to about 30 ratings by the time we are on the last episode of this season, we will give you bonus episodes because you guys really seem to like this episode you know like we're really checking the numbers and we're like ha you know two minutes after posting literally two minutes after posting the pot the podcast episode and already people are listening like wow man yeah, chuffed, people chuffed. Are, they'll be looking forward to it it's so nice to know yeah like so we are we are absolutely flattered how's been your week my week has been hard. It's been it's been a long week. Let's just say I am glad that it is over. Um it's been it's been a professionally it's been a very difficult week. 
you start to see, you know, how people make those <laughs> posts about we should all be entrepreneurs, you know, like have your own freedom and have all these right. things. This week, that life became very appealing to me. I was like, you yeah. know what? <laughs> Maybe this corporate thing, this climbing up the corporate ladder. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, where I was Did you? Did you week. feel, you felt the corporate sting? I did. I did feel the corporate sting. I and I think the the hard part uh, about the corporate sting sometimes is it's not clear why it is that the sting is happening. Is the sting happening because you are incompetent? Is the sting happening because you are a woman? Is the sting happening because you are black? Is the sting happening mm. because it's the culture? You aren't too sure, right? Like, why is the sting happening? So I think that's the part that re- that really messes with me sometimes because you can't actually pinpoint to why it's happening. Right. Oh, wow, man. I am... Yeah, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry about that. I think you, well, you, you kind of told me part of it, but uh, yeah, it, it does happen. You actually reminded me of my internship a couple of years back, and I genuinely felt like my boss hated me, man. Like <laughs> I was, <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, yeah, man. Like if possible, this guy was probably gonna was gonna tell me, like, dude, you're only here to make up the numbers like i ah man like it was crazy my first day there right so i was um i was an account executive right and my first day there sit sit on the table before even any duty was delegated to me right so i'm leaning you know when you're sitting on when you're sitting on your chair and the table is there and you're leaning to your chair right uh, like with your back you know for your mm-hmm. posture and he walks in he walks in and he's like, uh, sir, is that how you sit in an office? Like, I wasn't even sitting like I'm the CEO, bro. I was just comfortable, you know, like, I'm like, yo, I don't want to have back problems at 22. And you know, so come on, cut me some slack. So, you know, I sit up straight and then I look around me because I had two ladies um, in that office. I was the only guy there. And man, they said like androids, man. Like they were, look, like chiropractor stance, okay? They were sharp. And I was like, okay, I see it. So I s- sat like that for like the whole day till like 4 p.m. And I was I was dying, man. I was dying. And then he also goes on to say, you should put on a tie, right? And I look around the office mm. and I'm like, no one else wears ties. No one. Not even you are wearing a tie. Okay, like, why do I have to wear a tie, man? Why do I have to? I was like, okay, cool. I'll put on a tie. I will put on a tie. And I came with a tie. And when I went to the finance guy, he had called me for something. And he says, yo, dude, why are you wearing a tie? And I was like, because the boss wants me to wear a damn tie. That's how much of an anomaly it was. And I absolutely hated it man i couldn't wait to leave that place but valuable experience but oh i i yeah the the sting of uh, the corporate world man i i can i can never in the spirit of uh women's day i guess i'll share uh women's month uh i'll share something that happened when i when i when i was doing my internship in zimbabwe which is kind of similar so i was doing my my internship and so 
it was with the mining company. And so because of the mining company, we had to go off to the mine right. at some point. So you get inducted there and you see the mine. And so I'm showing up there. They had been clear to me, um, my manager and the capsule before I left that like, you can't show up in pants or anything. Like you always have to wear these extremely long skirts when you're at the mine. Um, so I, I do that. I'm like, you know what? It's, I'm only here for a week. Um, then I meet the, like, I think it was the HR manager. So I'm meeting him and I'm talking to him and he's, so there's me and there's a male intern. And so when he speaks, when I speak to him, he responds through the male intern. Oh, he no. doesn't address me directly. No way. He says, yes. Can you tell her this? Can you say this to her? Can you? Yes. He was not treating me as an individual. And I was like, yeah. well, won't you imagine? Yeah. Right. Like, like. Of all the things I had expected, like that was, I was just like, it, it feels like a lot of effort that you're not addressing me and that you have to tell him to tell me as I am here in real time. So yeah, no, uh, bosses are, are, are interesting beings, interesting beings, but we will have an episode where we will talk about corporate. I feel like we're now making people really anticipate this episode, but we will have that episode and we'll talk random nonsense from the last week let me just put it this way in today's episode of misplaced priorities um i came across a headline which said um by 2027 there could be a commissioned hotel on Uh, the moon on the moon a whole hotel (laughs) like wonder what it's like to be wealthy yeah not only are they planning these trips to the moon (laughs) yep like hey man listen you forget about a pandemic forget about people dying forget about how you still have um poverty around the world you have hunger and all these things what did these guys sit and do they say yep let's build a hotel out of space by 2027 you know the rich and the wealthy will be able to go there so money is nice i i don't know how much how frequently we can emphasize this but money is nice guys yo so yeah um i i came across that so now i think the important thing is to identify partners who get you to the moon you know, you need to kind of set your goals to be like, I'm trying to honeymoon on the moon, right? <laughs> so like, <laughs> like that, that's, that's, what, that's what you need to be doing. So when you're meeting, you know, partners, you need to be looking at the criteria and be like, is this, is this homie mm. going to get me to honeymoon on the moon? Because like, think about the Instagram posts that are going to be coming back mm. from that. Like, I, I can't even. They're going to be crazy. So are you telling me like when you have mm. adult hugs uh, in a, out of space hotel you're literally gonna say the experience was out of this world oh my god like think That's of it where you had to go like I i'm don't just know saying how like, your just mind think managed of it. to bring those two things together you're telling like, me you want th- you weren't thinking of it no i wasn't I told you, I was uh, just trying to create my criteria for how I identify future partners. I was you, adding that to the you list. Mentioned, you mentioned the honeymoon. Do people like, I don't know, 
Do they play Uno at honeymoons? Uh, well, no. Listen, we don't know what kind of honeymoon. Have you ever been on a honeymoon? I don't know, man. Do you know something <laughs> that I've o- <laughs> something that I've always something that I've always worried about? Uh, say hypothetically, I get married because you mm-hmm. see couples and they're like, we went for a two week honeymoon. I'm like, doing what for two weeks with one person? Like, like how much? You know how much how much spooning can you do? Like in t- like, come so that yeah. is an actual concern I have. Like I always right? the one I think about is three hundred and sixty five days. I'm going to have to share my. I don't want to get bored. Another breathing human being. Like think about it. When you get married, every day you wake up next to somebody. Like three hundred and sixty five mm. days a year, you will wake up next to this human being. Like. Whether you look good, whether you smell bad, whether you had... You can't just be like, yeah, I, I'm just trying to sleep by myself today, okay? <laughs> yeah. It's just... Ex- exactly. Although, you remember think, that time... You remember that time you said you can just wake up and say this relationship, this friendship ain't working? Can't say that with a, with a husband. But I just want to um, submit for consideration that we start normalizing having two bedrooms. Like, I think, like having two bedrooms, couples should have two bedrooms. Like, you should be able to say, like, tonight, I'm trying to stay up till late. I'm like, I'm working, I'm doing whatever. And I'm trying to just sleep by myself. I'll see you tomorrow. No way. Why is it? No, like, are you telling me you want to sleep next to somebody 365 days a year? I don't want want it, but hey, it's it's, it's dying to self, bruh. Yeah. I don't know. I think we should put this back to the reasonable tribe. We should ask them whether they are pro. Nah, one yeah, true. Or two. I was I was about to say. I yeah. want to ask that. I I literally want to ask question. that cuz I don't I don't know if I can Maybe maybe this is why I'm still single, man. I a whole human being. I mean, I know I would love that person to death, but I fear getting bored. I, I, <laughs> well then don't I really do don't marry somebody boring <laughs> like that's, uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah that's 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 top of the list uh oh man that's scary uh, so so speaking of this hotel though like if if your card declines what happens like a card can't decline right I, yeah, I feel like you pay for all those things when you're still on Earth. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. I don't think they're letting you like go anywhere and be like, "That's no, okay, I'll I'll cover it when we get there." Like, no, no. I think everything is settled before. It's all settled. Before. Oh yeah. You definitely have to be on Forbes, like a thirty under thirty or whatever list. Absolutely. Um. Okay. But we'll we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait. All right. Moving on. Um. So ruckus on the internet i'm not much of a sneakerhead but this was doing the rounds um i was reading this on the washington post so uh, the nike vice president uh, resigned 25 years uh with the company um after there was a report revealed that her son uh, sneaker resale business uh, had been exposed so yeah and herbert she stepped down uh, from a position as Nike president, uh, vice president, uh, because she was giving her son shoes to resell. Like this boy was flexing on Instagram. Okay, like I'm not sure how much, like how much you follow sneaker culture. Like I actually don't know what kind of shoes you like. What kind of shoes do you like wearing? 
why did this become about me and my fashion sense? Like, <laughs> like uh, no. <laughs> why are you so defensive? Why are you? Why, why are you, are you so defensive? defensive? I'm, I'm trying to keep us I'm on topic, as I always try to do on this podcast, and you have <laughs> interpreted that to mean that I'm defensive. I, 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 I am perplexed. No, I want to make a point, but I want to know how well invested into shoes you are. Well, we've already it's brought it. this topic up, so I feel like we're going to discuss it either way. <laughs> yes, I like. I. I, I <laughs> so the reason, one of the reasons this story was so big, um, is because uh, Nike does this thing called like Nike a Nike draws. Like, so you 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 download the sneakers app, and. Uh, this is basically where you bid uh, to to buy exclusive drops, like limited editions, That's... like, you know, Jordan Air 1 retros okay. and things like well, that. Well, I have a friend who's, that's his entire business. That's what he does. He just actually waits for the people to drop. So sometimes he'll, like, make you sign up on these websites and he'll make you go enter draws for him because, yeah, he does that and then he resells exactly and it's a big deal because like millions of people will be queuing to mm-hmm. uh, to to get those to get those drops all mm-hmm. right it's it's extremely hard uh, the products some of the extremely rare so this is a really big deal because people were like so man were we losing this bidding this drawing you know uh bids to the vp's son because man that's 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 really crazy um and this guy didn't really hide it. I mean, the, the Instagram page that he was posting all these shoes um, was under a different name, obviously. But it was really big. It was really big, like 350,000 last, last I read um, worth of these shoes, you know, that he was that he was spinning around. And he's only he's only 19 and his name is Herbert. I don't know why I had to say his name, but <laughs> I, I just never thought someone called You're Herbert. You're an internet troll. I always say this. You are an internet troll. My question is, why? Like, if your mother is the VP of Nike, y'all are doing okay. You are doing fine. You don't need to be reselling shoes. There's so many other businesses you could be pursuing. You, I, like, why? Right? Why? Exactly. Why would you, even the mother, why would you put your career on the line? Like for a 19 year old, I mean, maybe it's because I'm not a mother and I don't understand. You know, the other day my mom said to me, I want you to understand that anytime you go through pain and you think, oh, I'm so hurt by this. I want you to understand that the pain that I feel is 10 times that because you are my child and I feel 10 times as much pain. And I was like, what? And that made so much really? sense. I know, right? Like I was, I was actually saying to her, "Oh, mom, I'm so sad about A, B, C, D, E." And she's, and I'm like, "Mom, I don't even want to leave my bed because I'm so sad." And then the next day, I call her. I'm like, "Mom, what's up?" She's like, "Yo, I was throwing up." And I'm like, "Why were you throwing up?" She's like, "Cause you were sad about A, B, C, D, E." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, <laughs> that escalated <laughs> real quick." <laughs> like, wow. right? So, like, I think the sacrifices that mothers make, like the emotional bonds that mothers have are just unreal and that could like explain why she would put her career on the line like that but that's wild i guess i guess so man but it's still dumb anyways anyway she's she stepped down you can try and search the sincerity of it are you stepping down because of uh it's more morally 
wrong or you because you got caught i i don't know i don't know rich rich people problems rich people problems. i have, I have too many I have too many problems i have too many problems uh <laughs> yeah but people were, were angry about that people were really angry about that um another thing that people were angry about is that love island south africa has too many white people in mandela south africa what's your hot you take this? on that i saw that i want to know what you think <laughs> I, uh, for context, uh, so Love Island is a reality show where you have contestants who are cast away on an island, duh, and they are paired. Well, they you know they pay each other, um, and but there's always one member who is like it's an odd number, so it's like seven, right? It's like couples, 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 and then mm-hmm. the one who is not booed up. Is chucked off. Is chucked off the island until there is like one couple, one couple mm-hmm. left. So the drama is in. Oh, she picked mm-hmm. who? She did this. She did that. You know, uh, things. So it's a. It was a very successful show in the UK, uh, and and people loved it. So it's coming back. It's coming to South Africa, like all things always do. Just like Family Feud came to South Africa, Love Island is coming to South Africa, and they released the um, the cast. And it was all white people. So, since you asked, Sharon, honestly, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, explain. I genuinely, I genuinely don't care. Besides, black people can't swim. So, okay, like, I don't um, know why first of all, so... I don't know why you want to perpetuate such stereotypes. I am a black person and I can swim and I know a lot of my black family and friends who can swim. So I don't know why you're choosing to perpetuate such unhealthy stereotypes. Those are the things that Speci- don't help us advance. But I like, okay, fine. So black people can't swim. So we don't deserve to be on live island. Is that, is that the whole, is that the whole notion? Ah, uh, no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But um, no, I genuinely, first, I really didn't think that South Africans would be that invested in a show like this. I, I, I was, I was that shocked, but in a way I get it because you are in a, in an African country, most of the population is black and there should be some representation, you know, uh, of some sort. So I told, I totally get it. I I just didn't care at the time, but I totally get just it. Just so we're clear, like only eleven percent of South Africans are white, right? Like it's a one is to ten. That's yeah. pretty much it, and none of this. I think it's more important. Representation is more important for um, young people. Um, I think coming up, being able to see yourself represented, it matters. You know, being able to see your lived experiences, your life experiences. Like I too want to see what it's like to experience love um, in that type of situation. But like, you know, the, the, the lived experience of white people and black people is very different, right? Like how we love, how we do things is different. So like I can get people's, I see people's, I see where people are coming from, right? It's the reason why they've met, they've this coming to America too, which has recently come out has been such a 
it's been such a hit for the sec for the sake that there's representation. Uh, people yeah. are like uh, the movie is kind of meh. I don't know. I'm watching it tonight. If not, sometime this week, and then we'll see. But I've heard like mixed reviews around the movie being not that great. But people are happy to see black people, African people, all sorts of things. Yeah, point. Good point. And uh, after the backlash, Eminem released a statement, and um, they they. They released the the backup blacks, so were... backup blacks. <laughs> so they're gonna... Can you gonna... imagine being a black on call? <laughs> it's like, where are the blacks? <laughs> I thought they'll be ready by now. Bring them out. People are mad. People, oh my gosh, are... that kind of feeds into the stereotype that black people are always late. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, no, we had them. They, we had them on cast, but they were late. But they weren't you know, here on time. They were late. And they weren't here on time. So we kind of started taking the pictures and shooting some things. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, you know, it, it really it's really cool to see people of your own skin representing i guess that's why black panther was such a big deal because we were oh like my gosh yes yeah you know we, we we really love that and it's great to see in 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 uh, in mainstream media uh speaking of spoiler alert there's some characters with zimbabwean names uh in there and and you know it's pretty cool it's pretty cool so i guess in a way representation you know does matter i just don't like personally i just don't like it when Africans want that validation um, from from global media, um, I I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. It really just rubs me the wrong way. But it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, can we move on now to some reasonably profound stuff? Okay, so in reasonably profound stuff, I came across this quote that says, expectations are like blood pressure. They need to be managed, not eliminated. So if your expectations are too high, you get depressed because they're unrealistic and you can't uh, match them. If they're too low, they don't motivate you. So like blood pressure, you need to find the right amount to keep you going. What are your thoughts on that? I agree. I agree. Expectations definitely need to be managed, and not and not and not el- and not eliminated. Um, but they they are they are part of our life, so they are ever present. Mm-hmm. And I think there's this there's this hot take on Instagram these days, or like social media, where you'll see people being like, "Yeah, remove all expectations when you go into a relationship." I go in with no expectation. What do you mean you go in with no expectations? Like, you don't do anything else in life without expectations. Like, you know, like, I, I like this take of like, let's, let's manage them. Let's be, let's have conversations about them so that it's like, everybody's kind of clear, but let's not be about eliminating them entirely. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, one thing like you're saying, one thing that usually scares people, especially when it comes to say relationships, like expectations in relationships. So there's things like, ah man, her expectations are too high, and I don't think I can, I can meet them. And like, come on, you have to play around that. You have to manage all of that. They'll always be there in either shape or form sometimes when you think they're eliminated it's just because they've been lowered but uh, uh, i i don't know like do you lower your expectations sharon like especially when it comes to when you meet someone do you maybe tailor them around their own ability 
so that you don't want to seclude them? Like, how does that work? Yeah, so I think that's one of the reasons why I've, I've I've taken a little bit of a break from dating because I realized that I wasn't too flexible <laughs> on my expectations. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> they were very high. So I think having taken a step back now as I'm learning, I'm realizing that, okay, I'm not perfect. So why am I expecting this person to be perfect and to do all these things? So I'm learning around like, right. you know, it is going to be a conversation conversation because everybody is flawed and you need to kind of realize which part of those imperfections and flaws are you okay with and if you're not okay with them that's okay then that person may not be yeah. for you but i i definitely used to be the girl who'd be like mm, yeah sorry tell me for power because i think there's also the conversation around standards and expectations right like so these standards are like they are I think they are expectations, but they are expectations that are reflective of, you know, these are the things that I have said I value because of the person that I am. And so these are my standards. And if you're not going to meet these, then I think that at a bare minimum, it's going to be hard for us to be in a relationship. And then expectations is that beyond that, I'm going to add on these 10 or 15 other things that... Are not as relevant, but you know what? I'm just going to put them there as, you know, as a way to eliminate people and not as a way to qualify people. Um, so that that becomes right. unfair, I think. All right, cool. Have you ever dated someone who's not ambitious? Dated? So when we, what, what do we mean when we say dated? Like long-term dating or like gone on dates with people who are not ambitious and then eliminated them because of that? Yes. Oh, okay. Being in a relationship. Um. No. I've never been with somebody who wasn't ambitious. And so I, I've been, I've gone on dates with people and like early on in the date, you can see, right? Like you're talking about things and somebody's just kind of not particularly excited. And you just, you just realize that you don't want to seem like, you know, you don't want to be in a situation when you're in a relationship with someone and it feels like you are doing too much when you're just, pursuing things that excite you yeah and it's not like well you're doing a podcast and you work and you do all these things and you're like yeah but these are <laughs> things that give me joy and happiness and so i should be allowed to do yeah. that um yeah i i get you you ask them what you, what's your what's your five-year plan and they say the sky's the limit <sighs> those so. vague brothers those vague <laughs> brothers i think this is a, a natural way for us to segue into our main topic for today love languages so, Muku, can you tell us how we came up with this topic? Right. Um, so I came across um, I came I came across a clip that I that I sent to you, and well, you told me that you you actually saw this last year, but there's actually two of them as well. So I came across two clips actually. So I think it was from Love 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 Island as well. Um, so they asked this guy, uh, "What's your love language?" And he said, um, you know, I, I can speak a little bit of French. So, yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll say French. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say French. And the clip that I sent you uh, was, I, I don't know who this girl was. But, yeah, she was in an interview. And they asked her what her love language is. Like, there are five love languages. And she says, she, she said she prefers Italian. And some people say French or Spanish. But she prefers <laughs> Italian. <laughs> I think we're gonna edit, edit in one of those clips, uh, in there. What's your love language? What do you 
Oh, you know, they say these five life languages. I don't know if you've ever heard. Life language. Love language. Love language. Oh, you mean as, as an actual language? I think Italian. Okay. Yes. People so, say French, but I've so, heard Italian speaking, so. You know, it's funny, but it doesn't really, it doesn't mean it's common knowledge. Like, what are love languages so i'll say that's how we came up you know came to talk about uh this particular topic yeah and i think it's i think it's like sometimes with the way pop culture moves to be honest guys it's you you can't keep up right like there's always new things coming up it's and people just say things and they assume that you know and you're like i i don't know and sometimes you feel embarrassed to be able to say you don't know what this is so we thought we would touch on it but of course we're going to give it a little reasonable nonsense spin to it so love languages are a way in which we show and receive um love and so there is five of them Words of affirmation, uh-huh. um, physical touch, acts of service, quality time, and gifts. So, Muka, I'm going to put you on the spot. How do you like to receive love? <laughs> uh, usually in a hotel. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> on the moon. <laughs> and out of, out of this world experience. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, (laughs) words of affirmation is definitely Mm -hmm. up there and Mm -hmm. uh, quality time physical touch in that order and then uh, gifts actually no I lie words of affirmation physical touch gifts uh, then quality time and acts of service is last Um, at least from from the tests that I've ever done so yeah, what about you? I don't remember my results. Um, but I, I think from I'm just gonna say the ones that have made me happiest when I look back. Yeah. Um, definitely words of affirmation. Uh, right. Quality time, so time that you are actually there and present with me, and a physical touch. I think is also important. But you know what? I'm gonna put physical touch slash gifts because you know what? I got some cool gifts. And I was like, wow, this is really nice. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I liked this. Like, this is a really nice thing. So, you know, before you're like, mm, I don't know if I'm really, I don't know if I'm a gifts person. And then you get gifts and you're like, oh, you know what? Maybe I am a gifts person. I, 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 I genuinely think I want all of them. I think the only one that hardly moves me is is acts of, of service. Well, I guess it just depends how you... Really? Yeah, but... I, I want to be told. Nice. I appreciate acts of service. I I don't know. I I, I don't know. Words of affirmation definitely. Um, gifts are cool because I think it also shows, like what you, um, like what you think I like. So it it for me it expresses how you, how you know me. Like okay, I think he would like this. So I'll find I'll find that pretty I'll find that pretty cool. Um, so I guess it, it just. It just depends. It just depends. Also, like physical touch. What what does that what does that really look like? Um, I'm the kind of person who it depends on the situation. So you know how these people want to walk around holding hands. Yeah. Mm, 
<laughs> I don't know, but I think I still have the complex that I'm going to run into my mother <laughs> holding this person's hand. <laughs> I'm just like, mm, mm. <laughs> even when I'm on the streets of Canada, I'm just like, mm, I don't know about just holding your hand, you know. But there's, but there's those cute things, you know, those little where put your arm around my arm and it's just like it's it's sweet and they'll kiss you on the forehead yes they are sweet things like that but i, I think i like those things to not be I'm, I'm not too sure i'm big on public display of affection that's basically me but i think yeah that's that's uh that's debatable for uh, oh have you ever realized that sometimes when you are um dating certain people they bring out certain qualities in you so some people you're like, ah, I'm cool. If I'm doing public displays of affection with you, like uh, you're a snack. I want everybody to know I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so selfish. That's such a selfish reason, man. Wow. Yeah, I, 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 t- I totally get it. Uh, and you know the whole, the cliche that our love languages are reflections of things we didn't get in our childhood. Mm, interesting. Have you ever heard that? I I have never heard that. Well, now I know. No gifts, really? mom. As you are listening, <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not there. I'm not there, Mama Sharon. It's, it's not my fault. Yeah, but I I did I did reflect. I, I I've reflected on this numerous times, and I was like, why are words of affirmation such a big deal to me? Why do I why do I love gifts? Um, and physical touch or whatever. And then you think, huh, I never got a PlayStation as a kid. You know, I've always wanted one. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what's up. Yeah. So I, I don't know, Sharon. Interesting. Did your mom not tell you she loves you? Uh, my mom is an African mom. <laughs> she doesn't tell me she loves me. <laughs> I know she loves me, <laughs> but she doesn't tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> Which kind of brings us back to our, I guess this segues really nicely into um, different generations, yeah. right? How they show love. Um, so what did we observe? I guess, what have you observed um, from your parents and how um, they show love to one another and how they My parents. Love? Yeah. Um, well, your parents' generation. So it could be your parents, it could be other people that you've seen. Yeah, I actually recently found out my dad's love language uh, a few days mm-hmm. ago. Uh, my, my mom wasn't around, and he gets mm-hmm. really lonely when, when he, when mm. he, when she's not around. And because she came back, and this man is glowing, bruh. Like he is. Aww, <laughs> so the quality time it matters. <laughs> Which is crazy, because you know African dads like when it comes to at least you know uh from our generation uh, affection wise it, it 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 comes it doesn't come in spades um so when you it was really hard for me to kind of comprehend that because like what does this mean i was like oh okay so he loves quality time he loves he loves spending time with his babe you know mm, so yeah so I, I think i kind of i kind of i kind of picked up on that and and words of affirmation he likes being affirmed You've done a great job. Oh, that's so nice. Stop. (laughs) But but it it doesn't it doesn't come out like 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 with us, um, like in our generation. 
like i i only like how many years 27 years of life and i'm only seeing it now so i guess it's different um in a sense what about what about on your part well i grew up in a single parent home right so it was mainly me and my mom so i never got to um see how she interacted with other um partners but i, I guess i'll talk about my kind of like my aunts and uncles that i would observe i i like to right. be honest i feel like in an African home, acts of service, hashtag cooking and food is a huge one in terms of how <laughs> people both show yep. and receive love, right? Because I would see like my aunts just always cooking and excited to cook, um, you know, for their husbands and they are excited to eat their food. And I thought that was such a, it's such a sacred and beautiful thing. You know, like now you, you know, you have the, the people like, oh yes, 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 feminism. I don't want to cook. I don't want to do this. And I'm like, I'm good for you. But I think it's such a, it's such a special thing, um, you know, when wives cook for their husbands. And even sometimes, you know, you do find the situations where husbands want to cook for wives. So I think that one has been, it was very big in our parents' generation, the cooking one. Um, I, I, I'm not too sure I saw enough of quality time, like just in observing couples. Like I would never, I don't know, would you ever see like even your aunts and uncles, would you see them? going away together just the two of them (laughs) (laughs) no way right never never it's almost almost like a sin you don't see that yeah 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 you don't you don't see now you have to question if it's a cultural thing um or whatever but yeah like what about our like okay for for, for you like your your uncle and your aunt Mm -hmm. have you ever seen them hug no they are actually awkward around exactly. each other when it comes to physical touch. <laughs> it is, it is, it, it is unbearable. It is unbearable to watch. Right? <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> I, I, I don't. I think it. Okay, this is where it goes back to our grandparents' generation. I think our grandparents, man, like they were like. If you think that our parents are stiff, our grandparents, like it was like they were brother and sister. <laughs> you never saw. <laughs> yeah right yeah because um cu- culturally you you have you heard of the whole like when you liked a girl you went to to her aunt yes and then the aunt would play wingman and from there that's when the thing you know the forces would collide and a relationship would bloom or whatever so yeah i i <laughs> think thinking about it it's something that's possibly was passed from generation to generation and we we have it we have it now so i don't know how i can possibly investigate while why it was like that during our grandparents generation with our grandparents generation i think but I to be honest as africans we are a conservative culture for the most part we are very conservative in how even if you think about how we dress of course i mean you can argue that you know when you go down to south africa and you know young zulu women <laughs> will be there bare-chested and everything yes 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 and you're gonna be like oh, okay conservative but i think that whole culture is pretty 
conservative and i think it it kind of trickles down into certain situations and places but i coming back to our generation because our generation has been fortunate to be part of the internet so we are a globally connected generation um yeah what i notice in our generation is expectation that you should know what i like to how i like to receive love you should just know i'm, I'm not supposed to tell you you should just know right i've experienced that the whole like i don't need to tell you how to either pursue me or how to give me love or whatever you're a big boy you're supposed to figure it out i tend to ask now are we are we big on love languages this is much of a big deal uh, can you just go about with someone uh, while not bothering to find out how they you know their love languages i i think that's i i think if you're going to be it depends on your on your eq right because i think if you want to it depends how emotionally invested you want to be in relationships i've also learned to reserve um that level of judgment because some people are not going people are going into relationships for different reasons not everybody is going into relationships to be emotionally available and do all the work and be vulnerable people are not going to do that right, right. some people are just going to find a partner to to do, to make i don't know paying taxes easier like i i don't know people have different reasons um so some people they're not going to be about these love languages but i think communicating man like just being able to say yo like that thing that you did for me the other day absolutely loved that let's do more of that or like you know what oh don't do the the petty thing where you're like so you know my ex right like <laughs> <laughs> no no god don't yeah. do that don't That's... don't do that you know what maybe maybe we should put a disclaimer here um that this is not the gospel of doing a relationship because it seems people are really big on this is uh, my love language and whatever it is something that someone um came up with and it became public it caught like wildfire and it's now part of our lives like you said there are some people who absolutely don't know they just know that they like gifts they know they like money they know that they like being touched they like they know being they, they <laughs> like that they, being told and like maybe you're like muku said you're like i like all of them i, I like, like all exactly, those things i on the like list. all those things <laughs> i do like exactly. all those things you know and they just don't know the name to it um so don't mm -hmm. don't stress if you've never really thought about you know what what a love language is and and how you want to how you want to be pursued yes I think what it does is it kind of sets the level fields of like starting to have that conversation. It is a like what you're trying to say is that it's a foundational part to it's 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 a conversation starter. But it's not like that's not where it ends, right? Like it's you start the conversation here and maybe with that you get you two can like explore other things but i guess another thing that we would like to add to this a toolkit oh my gosh i feel like i'm always trying to slide in a toolkit I, I, okay you know what is, it's um we now have toolkits every episode we're gonna have toolkits are you happy oh my gosh thank you thank you yes sharon's toolkit yes. for yes. love languages my god okay tell us the first one is knowing thyself so before you can even get to the point where you explore love languages and you're sharing this with a partner, you need to know yourself. You need to know the things that make you happy and you need to know the things 
you need to be able to love yourself and not just like oh my gosh love myself i did self-care i did my nails today that's 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 baby steps right like take yourself out buy yourself some of these meals that you like to eat like know yourself spend time with yourself right talk to yourself then you realize well i'm actually a pretty interesting person you're actually interesting if you took time to hang out with yourself you would know this so i think knowing thyself is the it's because when you you go into a relationship you're pretty content and you are self-aware and so you. what about when you mm -hmm. what about in the process of knowing yourself you also express those things uh through or with your friends yeah, I think that's an important thing, right? Like starting starting to um explore this with friendships in order as like test like <laughs> experiment on your friends. <laughs> that's basically what we're saying here. Experiment on your friends. <laughs> they'll, they'll never attack you for it. And they're your friends. That's what they're there for. Before you kind of fully delve into um relationships with people. Yeah, cool. I like that one. All right, cool. What else do we have? <sighs> Set up expectations early on. So we, we talked about expectations a little earlier, right? Yeah. So I think it's important that you have those conversations of, you know, like how like you like to receive or show affection. And if the person's like, I don't like getting gifts, don't think that, oh, because it's me. And when I get them a gift, like they, go, they have expressively told you, yeah, I don't like getting gifts. So don't, 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 don't cross those boundaries. First date okay? questions. Okay. I don't know if it's first date. Okay. Like <laughs> don't alienate someone with <laughs> showing up with a hundred questions on the first date. Slidey. I'm sliding in those DMs, bruh, with... I feel like we need a hidden camera on one of your first dates. We need to see this. <laughs> we all need to see what your first dates look like. Because maybe that is the key to why you are still single. Maybe those first dates are the key. Yeah, I'm going to ask the girl who liked four of my pictures, like, hey, what are your love languages? Oh, my God. Imagine the shock on her face. <laughs> when she reads that, she's just like, wow. <laughs> and then because they'll be like, yeah, you know what? Women have been saying they're looking for serious guys who get straight to the point. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, buddy. Like, not just, like, let's ease into this slowly. <laughs> I, I like right. that. I, I like I yeah. like those. Setting expectations earlier on yeah. and knowing yourself. That's, that's our yes. toolkit. Um, I have one more to add. Um, yeah. I think the last one is showing gratitude. Um, when people do nice things for you, especially as you get comfortable in relationships, there's that um, thing where we start to take it for granted. Don't. Don't. They, they don't need to do this for you. Just stop feeling entitled. Show gratitude, right? Be grateful. Be a joyful receiver, you know? Like, be say thank you. This, tell them why you actually like it. You know, that's the least you can do. They've gone out of their way to do this thing for you. Show some gratitude. Your mama raised you right. I like that. I, li I like it. I like it. Ah, right, cool. So yeah. that's, that's now a feature. So what, five episodes in? Five episodes in. Have we given five toolkits? Yes, we have. It's exciting times. <laughs> it's no longer I don't think we can I don't think we can keep on saying a dash of wisdom because if you're giving two kids every every episode it's like Hey listen, a we bag don't listen, wisdom. I'm not trying to be an expert here. <laughs> Let's stick to the dash. Let's <laughs> stick to the dash. <laughs> <laughs> I guess now we can comfortably move on. 
to our reason or nonsense segment. Alrighty, so are you ready? Muku, I am going to provide you with a fact and you will have to let me know whether this is reasonable or nonsense. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, so on average, people lose 9 to 10% of their body weight at the start of a new relationship to appear more attractive to their partners. What? <laughs> nah, say that again. On average, people will lose nine, anywhere between 9 to 10% of their body weight at the start of a new relationship to appear more attractive to their partners. Is this naturally? I don't know. I think so. I think it is. I think you just, I think you, you, you just start to lose weight because you're like, man, I like this person, man, I'm trying to look cute for them. I don't know. So you tell me, is that reasonable? Is that nonsense? What do you think? Sharon, ever since we've started doing this, you've, you usually bring facts. So I'm inclined to say that's reasonable. I don't know. I use, I lose weight after relationships. Um, <laughs> so yes. Alrighty. Is that your final answer? I'll say, yeah, I'll say that's reasonable. You're actually wrong. What? That is in fact a nonsense. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not reasonable at all, Mukudze. Uh, what no is way. actually reasonable is that um, when you're falling in love, your body does release hormones that suppress your op- appetite. So you know how you release serotonin and oxytocin. So oxytocin has actually been shown that when it is released in our brain during any pleasurable activities that we do um it actually reduces the it suppresses your appetite so the whole nine to ten percent of body weight loss Ugh. not not even true oh, but it at- is shown that if you actually um are excited and you're in love um they did a study on this and so what they did is they participants are given um like these large meals and they are sprayed with oxytocin and so they found that the ones who received oxytocin actually ate less so that is the only um correlation there but um yeah so you're just more likely to uh suppress your appetite so yes you fell for that i realized that every time i'd been coming i always come with reasonable things and i was like ha let me let me turn this around on him <laughs> I I thought I thought you were gonna continue because you always bring facts. Yeah. Uh, man, you subverted my expectations. Wow, no way. Yeah. Just think about it though. If you actually lost weight, <laughs> that's that's more effective than a keto diet. <laughs> Just keep stop. No, what you, what you actually start to do is every time you want to lose weight, you find a new partner. <laughs> you are wow. on Tinder every day and. Yeah, if you're in Zimbabwe or any African country, you're hanging around the mall. But also, I think the other thing is uh, forgetting to eat. You know how, like, when you're talking to this person and y'all say, right? You just, yeah, you're just not eating. You're just not eating. So it could be a thing. Who knows? You could start a whole diet program around this. Forget eating avocados and boiled eggs, okay? 
and brown bread. Nah, no. you should just fall in love, bro. You know those rich when w- those early days when you're like when you have your feet on the wall and you're on your bed and you you guys are talking hypotheticals like yeah, so what would you have done if I kissed you? And it's like, oh, why didn't you? Oh, that's ah, cute, guys. Oh, wow! Look at that. We thank God for growth. So look at our lives. <laughs> look at us now <laughs> on podcasts. We have a podcast. <laughs> I cool. (laughs) I think that's just about it. I think that brings us to the end. (laughs) From this end and the other end, separated by a visa, we are out. (laughs) 